What is good, chat? Welcome back to episode three of the Clickbait Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things gaming and entertainment. I'm your host, Corey, aka Sakura, and with me is my partner in crime, aka Taylor Crazy T. Welcome, How are we doing, everyone. Taylor? Welcome, everyone. Uh, I've got another disclaimer this week, so I might sound like I'm speaking like an absolute idiot. Always drop Basically, which, yeah, I have this every week, but... Uh, I've been diagnosed with something called Bell's palsy. Um, we're going to speak about it later on in the podcast. It's a serious enough thing that I want to raise awareness for it. But yeah, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. We're going to speak about it more in the podcast later on. It's yeah, it's it's a scary thing. And I just want to raise awareness for people that have no idea about it. Because I know a lot of people don't know about <laughs> it. So yeah. Do you want to give us a quick 10 seconds as to what it is so that the people know as well um, what's going on? So basically, I had an infection in my tooth, which I had last podcast, if you were watching. Um, and it's caused, it, it can be caused by any infection, but basically half my uh, face is actually paralyzed. So, like, I hold my face like this so I can speak, but when I smile, it doesn't smile at all. And I can't blink out this eye, so you will see me touching my eye lock, so I have to close it. So yeah, that's a quick little thing about it but yeah that so sounds... it's it's quite hard but yeah we're, we're getting to... but i want to just go back to the fact of you didn't even write down the script intro and you actually nailed that you actually uh, nailed I, that. I quickly pulled up the intro from oh! last week oh, i couldn't God. remember i couldn't remember word for word what it was but i was like i gotta hit this so i quickly pulled I was it well up impressed. yeah i, I should have left should have left the mystery <laughs> i was like um, oh Quick disclaimer from my end, then, if we're fucking throwing disclaimers out. <laughs> I've been bitten by something. I think it's a spider bite on my leg. So my leg's, like, twice the size as it should be. Um, but as you can see, um, <laughs> you I didn't get way. any anything from it, which is uh, absolutely dreadful. Can't stick to walls, can't shoot webs, like, literally nothing. So... Can you imagine being able to, like, walk up walls? And, like, crazy, being able to, like... If I could be any superhero, I would love to be Spider-Man because of the free roam that you could do. It's just why so sick. You, why do you think I started parkour? Yeah. <laughs> now that's why that you a spider. That is legit one of the reasons that I started parkour was to train to be Spider-Man. Um, I used to do... Not a lot of people know this because it was only a short period, but I used to do uh, like costume work for gigs where people would hire me as like different things um, for events and stuff. So I used to be um, Bumblebee in like a full nine foot tall Mad. costume on stilts. It was crazy. Uh, and Spider-Man was the other one, which was also pretty wild. So, oh, that's so yeah. cool. I'll try that's and pull so up a picture of me as Bumblebee at some point because it's that's fucking so cool. sick. That is cool. So yeah. That's that's all the disclaimers out of the way. Other than <laughs> yeah. the fact that Beyond Energy is obviously Peng. So exactly. Be and we are both broken. Um, yeah, we're both broken. <laughs> we're going well. Um, so Good coming start. up in the podcast uh, today, as we always do, it's actually probably going to be a bit of a shorter <clears throat> podcast um, because, well, there's not nowhere near as much info as last week. We don't have some dodgy southerner talking for absolutely ages. Yeah. So... <laughs> Next week's going to be a really good one again. But yeah. So coming up, we've got the gaming news and content news. Uh, stuff like the Razer showcase for E3. The David Dobrik is back vlogging. Um, then we've also got the updates for the CODs. Uh, for COD, so like the nerf buffs, new weapons and everything like that, which I'm really interested to delve into because there's some big changes. And Bro. some new weapons are crap. broken. <laughs> they are crazy. Always has um, been, always will be, but even more so. And then the last bit is going to be, well, we've got two more bits. It's going to be the, the upcoming games, so like the trailers, game pa uh, pass editions. Um, we've got, obviously, the top clips, which is that. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to be discussing more Bell's Palsy. And to finish off, we'll be going for the content creator of the week. It's a big one this week. They've already had a really big week, but uh, we're going to add to it. So, yeah. You'll have to stick around and find out. Yeah. So, to get straight in to the gaming and content creator news, 
Um, we're going to quickly go through all the stuff that we missed from E3. Obviously, our last podcast was on Sunday. There was some news that came out on Monday and Tuesday from E3 and from Summer Games Fest and things like that. So we're going to quickly catch you guys up on what came out over those couple of days. We've then got some broader stuff in terms of like YouTube, TikTok, things like that. And then we've got some uh, game updates and things like that before we go into the main section, uh, which is going to be the Call of Duty updates that we've had over the past week or so. So first things first, on Monday, Razer released all of their new showcase items at E3. We've got uh, three main items coming from Razer at this point. We've got the Raptor 27, which is a 27-inch monitor, 165 hertz, Ultra HD, and, get this, I mean, it makes it way better, much like <laughs> everything that is Razer's, it's RGB. I mean, who doesn't want an RGB monitor? That's the, insane. The only issue I have with the Razer stuff, I love it. Literally, every single thing I own, my headset, my mouse, my keyboard, literally, my old mouse and keyboard is Razer. But the only issue I have is the monitors and that are so highly priced. Yeah, everything so highly raised. Priced. You pay for the you pay for the name. It's, you don't it's pay like for the Apple. Product. Yeah, it is exactly like Apple. You pay for the name, yeah, but it is top quality stuff. I do really product. like it. I mean, yeah. lots of people have had absolute nightmare situations with Razer saying it's oh, it's cheap and it breaks and all this jazz. But I've got yeah. a Razer keyboard, mouse. Uh, my old headset was Razer. My mouse pad is an RGB Razer mouse pad. Yeah. My game controller is also Razer. Like literally ninety yeah. percent of my setups Razer. So Razer, if you're I've out there and you're watching this, it. sponsor us. Yeah, we can do this all day if you yeah, want. That, powered, to. powered by Beyond at the bottom, and then a little powered by Razer logo in the that, bottom. That, that'd be that'd sick. Be yeah, that'd the Beyond. Uh, I mean, a Beyond Razer crossover would be sick. An RGB. Oh! Imagine an RGB. One RGB. Of these. Oh my Oof. god, that would be banging. That would. That be would be banging. sick. That would be really good. I'm. Helen Bill. Next up on the uh, the Razer showcase, we've got the Razer Blade 14, which if you don't know already, they announced a Razer Blade um, a long, long time ago now. Um, but they've come out with the Razer Blade 14, which is ridiculous. This thing is literally a gaming PC inside of a laptop. Um, depending on what price you pay, depending on which one you get, you've got the option of a 3060, a 3070, or a 3080 GPU. With a Ryzen 9 5900 processor, one terabyte SSD, and 16 gigabyte of DDR4 RAM. I mean, that's practically the same as what I have in my PC. That is that is that's better than what I've got on my PC. <laughs> but it's in a laptop. <laughs> Obviously, it, it comes like... with a price range, but everything what is the does, price as we just range? mentioned. What is the um, price I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's in the thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's um, got to be. Which, like, I mean, even for a 30, 30, 80, realistically, you're looking at thousands of dollars just for a 30, 80. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it's it's pretty expensive, but, I mean, for what you get, it's it's pretty wild. It's the just only the issue owning a Razer in it again. It's yeah. owning a Razer laptop, it'd be, yeah. The, yeah, it comes with, obviously, people being like, ooh, Razer. But, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's insane. But the yeah. only problem that uh, a couple of people that I mentioned it to have picked up on is obviously temperature control. Temperature control with uh, uh, PCs is easy because you get a nice big cooling system and a couple of fans and you're sorted, you're ready to go. You don't have that inside of a, a laptop. So I don't know what they're doing inside of the laptop to combat the heating issues, but last thing you want is a is an expensive laptop overheating on you. Very so, true. Very I mean, true. but the fact that you could literally run COD with pretty high-end graphics on a laptop from, on the go would be ridiculous. Just from anywhere as well. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> sitting on the beach impressive. on your laptop <laughs> playing COD. I mean... Very impressive. In, you could actually play Call of Duty whilst jumping out of a plane. <laughs> if you had the that's internet, the next obvious. Thing. That's the next if you had the thing. internet, obviously. You'd have to run a really long LAN cable up. <laughs> but other than that, there's there's no issue. Um, the third product on the list, which is a little bit less, uh, a little bit less fancy, but still something cool. We've got the USB-C GAN charger, which is essentially like a USB hub. It comes with two USB-C slots and two USB-A slots. And they claim that it is incredibly fast charging, even when you're using all four ports. 
I mean, it's super useful, but again, I mean, I've got a plug next door that has four USB slots on it that I got from Ikea for about a tenner. Yeah. So what warrants yeah. a, like, $90 price? That's the thing, isn't it? Other it's, than the fact that it's black razor and, and it green. probably turns yeah. in colours, yeah. It doesn't. It, it's not Does even it not? RGB, which is oh, preposterous. Wow. That is. That's Absolutely crazy. ridiculous. Moving on to some further things from E3. On uh, Monday and Tuesday, the two main people that we had... Uh, Coming up with some games were Nintendo and Bandai Namco. So a couple of the ones from uh, both of those. There was Capcom as well, but there wasn't anything particularly notable from Capcom that I uh, that I found, or at least nothing that I, th- I thought you guys would be interested in. Um, Nintendo came out with Legend of Zelda. We've got a sequel to Breath of the Wild, um, which was obviously shown with the video of Link uh falling through the clouds which kind of looked like he was parachuting into the dance um, <laughs> so whether legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 is gonna have a battle, battle royale, royale. that'd be pretty cool scenes. um i don't i don't know in terms of like how many characters there are as to what you could possibly do with a zelda battle not, royale, like, but i mean i haven't I'm, played breath of the wild i've played some really old zelda games yeah. but i've not played breath of the wild so back on the ds and stuff like that yeah, that's a GameCube. Oof. Oh, classic. Don't get us started. There's some weak <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah. We'll go back into it. Next up on that list, we've got Mario Party Superstars. Obviously, the Mario Party game, absolutely phenomenal. Coming in with a superstar title and some superstar cameos. We've got some incredible, incredible characters on this game. Um, if you give me two seconds, I shall find out who we have. Uh, that is a game that I have spent so many hours and have enjoyed it. It's so much fun. Bro, it's just one so of those games fun. you can lose yourself in with your pals and just like... That's the thing. It's like a, a family game. Like, yeah. if you all your mates come round, you can play it together. Like, it's so good. Superstar includes over 100 mini games. And we've got a lot of the old school boards and games that came with uh, the old Mario Party. So, yo, I mean, I it's love... going to be I actually wild. love it so much when people do that. I think yeah. it's so good. Let me see specific. Does it say specifically? Um, It does not specifically say which ones. But it says it's going back to five classic boards from the Nintendo 64 Mario Party games. So, I mean, that's going to be sick to have those revamped. And then over 100 classic mini games return from the Nintendo GameCube and Nintendo 64 genre, which is, uh, is insane. Good. And you can use the Joy-Con controller or you can use the Nintendo Switch controller or your Nintendo Switch Lite system. I mean, Nintendo have thought of everything. That's to be good. fair, they're, they're doing Nin- well with Switch. Yeah, Nintendo are like at the forefront of everything. Yeah, I just don't think their games are as well received with gamers. I think it's because cause they're like younger games, aren't they? They're they're yeah. for like they're for like children. Well, they're not for children, but yeah. they they aim for a youth, um, like a younger audience. I think yeah. that's why. Which, I mean, is, is completely the opposite for the next game, which is Metroid Dread. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, obviously, being a classic, um, it is going back to that side-scroller Metroid platform, which we all know and love. Uh, Metroid Prime being an absolutely phenomenal game um, back in the day. So it's nice to see another Metroid being added to the list. I'm excited for that, to be fair. Um, I- but I don't think I'll... I don't think I have a console to play it on unless I buy like a Switch or something. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I get my hands on it. But you, you can buy ours. No. We've got two. <laughs> you got two Switches. Oof. Yeah. My girlfriend really wanted a Switch to play uh, Animal Crossing on. Oh, uh, what she a game. never ended up getting one. Awesome. Yeah, I've not played it. I've got a clue. I see so many people <laughs> like, yo, it's insane. It's unreal, and I'm like, Pfft. it's just like dogs planting fruit. Do you know what game that I've got back into recently and is so underrated? What? Pokemon Go. I was just thinking in my head, Pokemon Go. Oh my god. To be fair, I have been... loads of people are going back to it. It's been updated quite heavily recently as well. It's so, so good at the moment. So good. I mean, there's some pretty cool shit being added. But uh, it's very good. Yeah, I mean, 
The, the only issue I have with Pokemon Go is the fact that you've got to move. <laughs> I'm not about that life. If I can't sit on my ass and enjoy it, yeah. not about it. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, still a phenomenal game. I remember on the first day that it came out, we went out at like midnight. We were walking around Newcastle oh, City yeah. Centre. And uh, the amount there of people so that were many out. people out, it was oh, ridiculous. Yeah, it was that like was the same with me. Two o'clock in the morning when we left, and there were still people out hunting Pokemon. That's what we were like. Crazy. Absurd. Next up, after Nintendo, we had Bandai Namco, which came on Tuesday, I believe. Um, obviously, they'd already teased Elden Ring, which was uh, announced earlier in the week. Which looks insane. It looks like a blend between Skyrim and Dark Souls. Uh, if you haven't already seen the trailer for Elden Ring, go watch it because it looks absolutely crazy. Um, one of the biggest games of this year, I think, if they if they nail it correctly. Um, hopefully, it's not as hard as Dark Souls. <laughs> mm. Dark Souls is nigh on impossible for somebody that's got that. like zero ability to play those kinds of games such as myself hey. <laughs> <laughs> um next up on the list from bandai we've got the dark pictures house of ashes if you haven't played any of the dark pictures games um such as oof I'm are these for horror games here. they are yeah they're the horror like multi-choice games they're nice. really really good the first one was insane the second one a little less so didn't really keep my interest going but this is the third in the franchise it's called the house of ashes and to be fair looks pretty good um whether it is or not i guess we'll find out i'm it's going to really frustrate me if i don't remember the names of the uh the dark picture games uh we had that's the one. Uh, Little Hope and Man of Medan were the first ones. I'm sure there was another one. Until Dawn as well. All absolutely phenomenal games. I've not actually played any of them. I say all phenomenal games. The first one was great. Man of Medan was a little bit rough. Uh, I've seen gameplay of Little Hope, but I've not played it. And uh, I've seen the trailer for, obviously, the new one. But I've yet to, obviously, play that because it's not out yet. I mean, it makes sense. That's why I've not played it. Um, but the first one was really good. It Every choice that you made within the game affected either yourself or the other characters in the storyline. Um, I like that. I like games like that. I think it's It was like, really cool. It gives a really good depth to a game, and it gives you, it makes you think. It makes you not just play a game and just go, ah, oh, whatever. It makes you think, oh, shit, what do I have to do? Yeah, it makes every gameplay, like, every playthrough that you do of it completely different as well. Like, if you yeah. chose one thing last time, you could choose something else, which would then lead to another branch of completely different choices further down the line, because, like, some characters died, or somebody broke their leg, or something like that, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, a massive spark of things come away from that as well. So that's pretty cool. And then the last one for Bandai Namco is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I, I mean, need the Dragon Ball Z that. games are sick, man. I need I mean, to Dragon get Ball Z as a whole is unreal. I haven't ever watched the actual series, and I need Bro. to because everyone raves about it. Do it. It's absolutely unbelievable. Once I've you've watched the Dragon Ball Z, Attack on Titans unreal. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd put it up there with one of my favorite animes. Um really really good but dragon ball z is absolutely incredible as well once you've watched dragon ball z there's a, a series on youtube called dragon ball abridged which is essentially where they take the dragon ball z storyline and they just voice it over themselves with some utter random shite uh, <laughs> and it makes it so so funny like some of the the lines and stuff are absolutely hilarious so it's definitely worth a watch if you've watched dragon ball z in the past or you're a fan of the franchise, I'd definitely say go check out the Abridged series because it's absolutely hilarious. Yo, Popcorn 30 Hertz, thank you very much for the follow. Thank you very <laughs> much for wishing us a good podcast as well. Next up on the list, we've got some entertainment news, some uh, oh. some YouTube stuff. I mean, this one's a big one. This was huge. Um, and yeah. Have you watched it? 
Yes, I have. It was absolutely oh my hilarious. God. Do you know the so, biggest so thing funny. in that year was, <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, how much money Karina has made off OnlyFans? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, if you so, hadn't guessed already, the topic that we're talking about here is David Dobrik's weekly vlogs are back. Every Tuesday, you get a four-minute, 20 vlog. Um, and this week's was absolutely hilarious. And as Crazy T said right there, uh, Karina told everybody how much she'd made from OnlyFans. and she over made a million, wasn't it? Over a million in 48 in hours. So is... David took him to Hawaii as well, didn't he? Yeah. Oh my god. The the fact that they're able to go to Hawaii and go on holiday when we're stuck here in <laughs> the piss and damn rain is like so going yeah, right I now. Mean, but um there was some issues a short while ago, sorry, in terms of like uh obviously the issues that we're having in terms of travel. There was an issue a while back where people were told they needed a vaccine to go on airplanes. Yeah. They got the vaccine. And then they were told because they'd had the vaccine and there was a chance of blood clots, they then couldn't fly. <laughs> so they were stuck in a stalemate of, I've had the vaccine, but I kind of go on a plane anyway. So, yeah. I mean, absolute no, madness. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked out the uh, David Dobrik vlog, definitely do so. Obviously, there was a little bit of, con I say a little bit, a lot of controversy um, about the vlog squad with obviously a couple of the uh, members being cast into... The limelight with some rather shady stuff going on in the background, um, which if you want to read into, you obviously can do. Um, but I assume those issues have been sorted and the person's been reprimanded and everything's going on as normal. So, yeah, it's good that the weekly vlogs are back because I'm looking forward to watching David Dobrik's so, so funny. I mean, all of his friends are hilarious. The videos are great. The storytelling is phenomenal. The editing is phenomenal. Oh, Snappy. Like, 4 minutes 20 seconds is not a lot of time. But he fits so, so much into that 4 minutes 20. It's actually ridiculous. Awesome. Moving yeah. on to the next thing, which was... Well, we spoke Big about news. it last week. Yeah. Uh, but, oh my god. It was... I can't get over it. <laughs> I cannot get over the fact that Faze Jarvis knocked someone out. Like, I mean, the guy like... looked like a fighter in all fairness. When he went yeah. into the ring, watching the fight back, the guy looked like a fighter. So, I mean, props to him for holding his ground. So, if you haven't already as well, if you haven't watched it, he's actually put out a YouTube video about it. And it's actually so inspirational because he goes through everything of how he felt. And everything it was awesome absolutely awesome and the thing to top that was gib got the draw overruled and he got the win <laughs> yeah. what a and guy, what gib, guy. if you didn't see um the fight was ruled a draw even though gib absolutely clouded the other guy it was he had twice game. as many punches thrown he had twice as many punches landed like he absolutely dominated him and they called it a draw and the win was stolen from underneath him. But uh, in the end, the uh, overruling board decided to overrule it and give uh, Anison give the win. So big dub in that sense. Because, I mean, even at the end of the fight, he was like, look, it's been called as a draw, but I know I win. Like, yeah. I know I won. Like, he shows no heart. doubt about he, it. He... And the thing before that fight was everyone was saying this Taylor Holder could fight, he could box, he was going to be the hardest fight, and Gibb was nothing because obviously he lost against Jake Paul. And Gibb come in there in impeccable shape. Slapped him to bits. And absolutely <laughs> fucked him. He, yeah. he just destroyed him. It was awesome. It was so good. It was a really good fight, to be fair. It was. Or at least on a Nissan's uh, part. Yeah. There was a lot of just taking hits from the opposition, but... <laughs> Yeah, it oh, was good. it was pretty wild. To be fair, from that as I mentioned last week, from that event, there wasn't many people that I knew, um, other than obviously Jarvis and Deji, uh, and a couple of other people that I just happened to have heard of. But uh, to see Gib get that dub was was really satisfying. That was uh, and well deserved. Very well deserved. Moving on to the next thing, which is obviously the new Fortnite update. Big so, something that me and uh, Sakura don't play, but I was interested in this because the one and only Rick Sanchez has been put into Fortnite. 
I want to emphasize how cool that is. Cool. Like the fact I really that... like the art style that they've the the fact that they've kept the art style true. Yeah. Obviously, the animated series. He looks really out of place in the game, but, but I think it works. Cool. I was yeah. so impressed by that. So there's lo loads of new updates, alien invasions. You can be Superman in it. I haven't dabbled in it too much, but I do want to start playing it again because it's such an easy game. It's just one you can stick on and not worry about. Like, obviously, easy it's hard game. to play. We watched no, the same game. Jeez. <laughs> no, Everybody's... It's, it's one that we don't care about, I think I should say. Yeah. More. It's not like a, a war zone where we're sweating out. So, but yeah, that's a huge update they've done with that. Like, that that got me interested in the game again. The fact that you can be him. Was I mean, Fortnite do that every every single update. Every yeah. update, there's something that's really, really big and really innovative from Fortnite. They are and the every trendsetters. Yeah, every time we get an update from COD, it's just a new vehicle and a new broken gun. Which yeah, I just such a letdown. Two reasons for me not to play the game. Whereas Fortnite gives like 10 reasons for you to play the game. Yeah. Like, it's just stupid, but hey ho, I might try Fortnite out again. The only issue that I have is building. Like yeah. I could gun somebody down easy, but as soon as somebody flips a couple of buttons on their controller and builds a two-story like semi-detached <laughs> house, I'm done for. I yeah. can't even place a wall down in front of myself. Yeah. Never mind actually win that gunfight. So it's a, a big thing that I need to work on. But we'll see. We'll see. I might get into yeah. Fortnite. Who knows? I mean, it's pretty big at the minute. But so is Warzone. And obviously, we've got Battlefield and stuff coming up. So hopefully, that Battlefield's uh, better than Warzone. Because I, I need to get rid of the game. <laughs> but that does, fortunately, bring us on to the next update uh, part of the podcast, which is Warzone. Um, if you didn't know already, a new quick update from PS5. Anybody that's on PlayStation 5 on next-gen consoles, Warzone just recently had an update for 120Hz compatibility, um, which means you can obviously play at a higher refresh rate, which is nice. Um, Makes such pretty, a difference. Yeah, well. pretty big thing. Um, I'm, that's next on my list of things to upgrade as my monitor, without a doubt. I feel like I need something with a higher refresh rate, because I think mine's 60Hz at the minute, which is just... I feel like I'm watching... A really old Minecraft gameplay. Yeah. Like, it's so blocky and slow, but hey ho. I mean, we'll get there in the end. But we've got a lot of stuff from the new update. So we're going to go through all of the new stuff first, and then we're going to go through all the uh, nerfs and buffs and patches and all of that crazy shit. Um, One of my viewers have, has actually been just saying about this, about the new updates and the new wars, and I haven't played it since. Because of my face, I haven't been able to, or I haven't wanted to try play games and shit like that. But yeah, this, I've seen videos, and the new LMG is the most broken thing ever. Mate, everything's broken. I played a couple of games yesterday, I played a couple of games today. The Farah's got zero recoil, the new LMG's got zero recoil, it appeared the AK had zero recoil, the XM4's nasty, I mean... There's so, so much at the minute that's just disgusting. The new nail gun has the most ridiculous time to kill ever. Yeah. Um, there's some absolutely stupid stuff. But, I mean, we'll we'll get onto that in a second as, obviously, we're going to go through the update in, in order of sort of what's most appealing. Obviously, we've got the new weapons, as we've just mentioned there. We've got the MG82 LMG. We've got the C58 AR. We've got the nail gun. And then we've got the OTS-9, which is a new SMG coming later in the uh, update. And we've got the Mace, which is a new melee weapon. I mean, they've already made a ridiculous impression on the game because they're all absolutely broken. broken. I was super frustrated to find that the C-58 is actually a short-range assault rifle and not like a semi-automatic. It looked like the FAL. And I really, really hoped and prayed that it was another semi-automatic weapon because I absolutely love them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's not. But the DMR got a buff and that's broken again. So, I mean, oh. the 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 semi-auto meta might come back. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of people in the in the chat like <laughs> <laughs> never, never again, 
never again. We got some new operators coming this season as well. We've got Jackal, which was obviously released on uh, the start of the update with a tier 100 skin that is like neon and changes color and it's crazy. Um, with two other variants, you've got the green one that comes with the tier 100 of the battle pass and then you've got two extra ones that you have to do challenges for. One's called the Manta Ray, which is blue and there's another one which is gold, but they're all like reactive um, I did see skins, that. They look it cool looks, as fuck. It looks cool as fuck. Like, That's I the don't one know. thing that I think they need to keep up with Fortnite though, the skins and shit is just mm. so impressive. I mean, it depends what they're they're going for to be fair. The issue I have with Call of Duty is it started off as this very we are sticking strictly to realism and everything will be realistic and we will do this, that and the other. And then now we've got teleportation doors. Yeah. We've got uh, nail guns. We've yeah. got neon skins. We've got people dressed as clowns. Like all sorts of stupid shit. But I mean... I don't mind. I just feel like they should probably stick to either one or the other and not mix the two. But I feel like that's where the blend of Cold War came into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pointless bringing new skins out anyway because everyone's using the fucking rose skin. So bring whatever you want out. It's not going to make a difference. Uh, they have I tried mean, to nerf it though, haven't they? Apparently. <laughs> Mate, this, this, this is say this is the rose skin. This is the updated rose skin. That's it. She's yeah. got like a little bit of skin showing on her forearm, and that's that's yeah. it. Done. I mean, pff, don't even get it started. The shit's still broken, and it's really frustrating. And I died to three rose rose skins camping in corners earlier today. So classic. It's a touchy subject. <laughs> um, obviously, the red door travel system is a massive one. Sorry, I forgot to mention that Salah, um, and Weaver are also coming out later in the season. Um, both key characters in the campaign. If you haven't played the campaign of Modern Warfare, so definitely check that out. Uh, but yeah, the red door travel system, the fast travel system that you go through and it either teleports you into the sky or teleports you to a room with like legendary crates and specialist bonuses and all sorts of stuff like That's that. Cool. Is, is That's pretty, really cool. Pretty cool addition, to be fair. There is a couple of doors that are broken and if you run into them, you die. Uh <laughs> Which is a little bit of an issue, Plastic. just a just a small issue, but I I assume that I'll get fixed soon enough. Um, but yeah, it's a very cool addition. Again, bordering away from that realism sense, but still cool nonetheless. Uh, we've obviously got a couple of other things that have come out with uh the updates, such as the satellite limited time mode, which obviously you can get falling satellites falling out the sky. You do like a recon thing, which then gives you the coordinates for a satellite. The satellite then drops. You open it up. You can get like a loadout drop. You could get an armored truck. The armored truck, again, crazy addition. Had some cool upgrades like armor and turrets and uh, constant UAV, which was pretty broken. But the armored truck got taken out yesterday, I believe, I because say, yeah. it was causing an invisibility glitch for the like Classic. 400th time in uh, Warzone history. So there's another big issue that was uh, fortunately addressed rather swiftly. So props to Raven on that for getting it uh, out of the game really quick. Because I remember when like you could get under the map with the helicopter. That took ages to get patched and it was broken yeah. as fuck. I can remember um, losing to that one of my, on, yeah. on a stream and oh, that was so annoying. Loads of, loads of broken stuff. Obviously all the other invisibility glitches as well have been incredibly frustrating. To be honest, don't really know how it works. But to be fair, even just thinking about how a game runs and operates, having done computer forensics at university and saw coding to do a simple program, props to the developers, because I haven't got a fucking clue how to even go about coding a game. Right. Like coding coding simple inputs and things like that's hard enough, but coding like button presses, variants, like pressure changes, everything is just absurd. Um, so, so props to them for uh, everything they do. Obviously, coming with the update, we've got some new ground loot, which obviously includes the new weapons and the variant. You've got the DMR, which is ground loot, which is just disgusting because it's like three shots to kill. We've got the ground loot Farah, which again, as I mentioned before, is so unbelievably broken. There's many times that both myself and other content creators have gone, 
this gun has zero recoil. But legitimately, the Farah has zero recoil. Like, literally <laughs> nothing. It's absurd. You don't have to move the stick at all. It's just straight laser beam, which is disgusting. Um, obviously, coming with that ground loot, uh, you can also find specialist bonus and durable gas masks. Obviously, they're rarer items, but you can find them on the ground. You can also find them in chests, like legendary chests and stuff like that. But it is something to just uh, be careful of. But at the same time, it's much better that specialized bonus has been added to chests and comes one at a time rather than getting four of the fuckers four. out of the vault yeah. in uh, Nagatomi Plaza, which, I mean, was ridiculous. Um, the amount of people playing through the game, you just get beamed out of nowhere and you feel like, what the fuck? And you Where realize they've got, yeah, they've got high alert on and they can see on the side of the screen that you are looking remotely in their general direction and then knew, knew where you are immediately. So, yeah, super frustrating. To quickly go over the patch notes to let you guys know which of the COD guns were nerfed and buffed, I'm going to get through these as fast as I physically can because there's, there's like, a lot, a lot of... 10 or 11 pain. specific weapons and I'll try and go over specifically what's, what's happened to them. So... The AMAX got nerfed again. I mean, the gun has always been pretty cracked, but like to nerf it, what, three times now in a row is absurd. Torso damage has been reduced. The gun was still pretty cracked. Let's admit it. It was still pretty sick. Um, but that I is mean, a good gun, but it's, yeah, it's, it's such it a nice gun. It takes actually a bit of skill to use, though, because of the recoil. Like, it's not like a the new like M82 LMP <laughs> where it's just... Yeah. It, it you do have to work. It does have you... like an up and across pattern, which yeah. is is a little difficult to control. But once you've got that down, I mean, it, the it's gun the, was, the gun was disgusting. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, toss of damage got reduced. We've got the DMR, which for some reason got a buff. <laughs> They've reduced the recoil. The DMR is now recoilless again. How can you go from two ends of the spectrum? The one end, which was what was just occurring, was the DMR like... And now it's like... It's, it's absurd. I mean, that was I like your reaction. The DMR. <laughs> yeah, I uh, love that. Call of Duty, if you want to hire us, I uh, do gun sounds professionally. <laughs> and and uh, become Spider-Man as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can also stick to walls and... Uh, my leg really hurts, man. It's not good. <laughs> not good. Um, next up, we got the Grozer. The Grozer got a damage and range buff. Quite a lot of the Call of Duty Cold War weapons got buffs, to be fair. There was a um, lot of changes. To I think they're trying to do Modern Warfare 2. I think they probably listened to us last uh, podcast. <laughs> and yeah, they've they tried to put everything up. Tried to make everything craft as fuck. Yeah. To be fair, everything is pretty, is pretty broken, to be fair. Which is yeah. nice, because... Uh, it means everything's a viable option. Yeah, Even, for I example, like the Scar, which yeah. next to nobody uses, got a neck and torso damage increase. The thing they need so, to I mean, improve on that is the accuracy, though, because that mm. gun has so much potential because of how good it was back in the day. Yeah. So they need to improve that accuracy. And it's such a hard-hitting gun. Yeah. But it's so slow and, like... It just doesn't compete at all. But, I mean... They make some changes. It's it's definitely got potential, I think. Um, we've yep. got the XM4. Again, as I mentioned earlier, XM4 was already pretty cracked. But for some reason, they gave it another damage increase. Specifically, like, torso and neck area. But, I mean, that's pretty much where you're hitting when you're shooting at somebody. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, what's the need? It's also got, like, zero recoil anyway, because it's an M4. So... Yeah, I mean, that got itself a lovely increase. Street Sweeper, on the opposite side of things, got absolutely nerfed to fuck. Thankfully. Um, Thank yeah. Fuck for that. Street Sweeper meta is disgusting. I mean, of all of the metas, shotgun metas are always the worst, in my opinion. Dying um, that shotgun I despise was the worst them. feeling. It was like it's the other the day when we were playing, and I was, I was like, I think it was me left, weren't I? And I had one guy left. And he had the street sweeper. Yeah. It's just, you have no chance. Sat in a corner, holding the trigger, yeah. 32 rounds. Oh, Pfft, It's just daft. Um, We've got the M82 sniper, 
Got a bullet velocity increase and a torso damage increase. So the M82 might actually be usable. Um, to be honest, I highly doubt it, but maybe. Um, the Swiss got some optic changes. Apparently, they increased the functionality and improved it uh, so that it's it's more usable. Which, to be fair, the Swiss optic was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, it's been changed to something slightly more similar to the car ninety eight because the Swiss was other than other than the the scope itself, the gun's pretty fucking solid, but the optic was horrible. Uh, the Modern Warfare Org for some reason got a damage and range increase. Yeah, that's uh, I've yeah, I've always been a massive advocate for the org. Um I've always thoroughly enjoyed it. At one point it was outgunning like MP5s and MP7s. Um MP the Modern Warfare Org is the gun I used at the very start of the game alongside yeah. the Kilo. Um and was for like the first two or three seasons. And then I've dabbled with the org every so often from there and then. Uh and to be fair, it's never really been that bad, so I don't really understand why it's got a damage and range increase. But I'll I take can't. it. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm probably going to use it more often. The yeah, next SP. one, though, is ridiculous. I think no one's ever going to touch the gun. The, the KSP is disgusting, man. It's like, it should never have been a thing. Who wants a three-round SMG? The literal definition of a pea shooter. It's so is awful. Oh, it's terrible. That's I was in a gunfight the other day, and I, I had a KSP, the other guy had a pistol. And we were both bunny hopping around boxes, and it was it was daft. And it took something like seven or eight bursts, and the guy still wasn't dead. Crazy. And I was just like, what is this? And at the time, one of my friends was like, yo, it's, it's literally had an increase. It's had a buff. And I was like... Pff. Definitely hasn't. <laughs> like, yeah, it certainly didn't seem like it. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, yo, it's it's really good, but I honestly can't see it. I think unless you're hitting, like, neck and head almost all the time, or at least one or two shots, I don't think it's a viable option, to be fair. No. Unlike the Bullfrog, which is uh, always been pretty cracked since it got added, um, the Iron Sight position's been adjusted. To be honest, I don't know how it's been adjusted or what's been adjusted on it, but apparently they've done something to the ADS Iron Sights um, to make it better, which, I mean, can't complain. I didn't really notice any issues with the Bullfrog Iron Sights, but hey-ho. No, I liked um, them, to be fair. Yeah, the Bullfrog was nice, man. I can't remember which gun is it. I think it's the Cold War Famas. The three-prong Iron Sights. I always used yeah. to look down either the left or right instead of the middle, yeah. which used to piss us off a lot. Um, but that's just me being stupid. So, <laughs> um, the AMP sixty three gonna a very much needed damage and range increase. Obviously, when we had the Sankov pistol, uh, the fully automatic dual wheeled pistols with drum mags, we expected the predecessor, the AMP sixty three, to also be um absolutely ridiculous. And it came into the game and it was shite. It was um, I don't think anyone used it. I don't even think any of the big YouTubers made like a, a clickbait video on it. I think it was they tried it, but shit. then they realized how bad yeah. it was. Like, I, I, literally, I don't think anybody's used it since like day one. Give it a blast. Realized it was crap. Never used it again. And finally, the ballistic knife got a velocity and movement its speed and damage increase. Um, well, so... I love that weapon so much. I did is, it in Black Ops. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's zombies, a viable option in Warzone. No, I think it's more of a zombies thing because yeah. like being able I to mean, run even... around and revive people. Yeah, to be fair, the revival process with the ballistic knife is pretty good, but it's not a viable option for damage in zombies. It literally takes like 10 hits when no, you're yeah. at like wave 4. Yeah. So uh, it's not ideal for that. But I mean, back in the Black Ops days... Like dolphin banging. diving around corners and downstairs and just ballistic knifing people or tomahawking people across the map. Oh, it hit it was different, man. It was so, so good. And uh, one final thing that I didn't write on the script, but I know because, I mean, I've witnessed it all day, is the Cold War barrels have almost all had some sort of buff because, as I said at the start, like everything's just disgustingly broken at the minute. 
Um, everything's got literally no recoil. ADS speed's pretty solid. Like, I don't know what's up with it, but it's it's they've done something right, and it's really good. So can't complain. Which leads us on to the top video clips of the week or videos of the week. Um, which I mean, featuring the main man himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> almost every week we're gonna have a feature from this guy because. He's posting regularly. The content that he offers is second to none, always. Um, he's always the first to get it out. And it's all tried, tested, and true before it's posted. It's not clickbait bullshit. It's actual, statistically done, analyzed, and then produced. So this is obviously J-God. Um, put out two videos this week. He put out the patch notes. Where he went through absolutely everything that we just went through there, plus some more stuff in terms of like uh, new multiplayer maps. Another big COD update that came, sorry, before we scuttle sh- on, <laughs> I forgot about it completely, is the new Gulag. The new oh, Gulag yeah, I, I haven't is, actually played. But I was yeah, it's. Um, Do you run it too shaded before? They've changed it completely. To be fair, uh, the old Gulag, the standoff one, was pretty dark. And it was pretty, I didn't mind it too. It was too pretty much. broken on both sides. Like if you stood yeah. on the vehicle, you could see practically everything yeah, on both sides. Yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? Um, but this time they've uh made it standoff, which is obviously the yacht map from back in uh the Black Ops days. To be honest, absolutely despise this new gulag. It's disgusting. <laughs> there's no, there's no nice lines of sight. It's all just tiny skill. campy corners. <laughs> it's it's not even skill. It's just campy corners. Um. It's it's disgusting. Did I say standoff? Sorry, hijack. Hijack. Um, is the the name of the uh the boat map, not standoff. Um, so yeah, I'm not a fan of it at all. But that is entirely down to my opinion and the fact that it's that I'm shit. So <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that's help. A, a pretty big factor in the matter. But yeah. Um. So yeah, going back to the top videos of the week. Obviously, as I say, we got the patch notes where J God goes through. Everything, the guys are heaven sent, and then his latest video, one of his latest videos, is the best classes for the new weapons. Um, so we got best classes for the LMG, for the C fifty eight, yeah, and then uh, nail gun. I don't think the nail gun actually has attachments. Is it not? Correctly. I thought I it don't did. think so. Um, because it is literally just a nail gun, but at the same time. It's fucking it's still ridiculous. Yeah, the time to kill on it <laughs> is disgusting. The best nail gun in the game or in yeah, the like, world. Some definitely high-end tools there. High-end <laughs> craftsmanship. That's a definitely a DeWalt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An ex- a ex- Makita. <laughs> expensive. Expensive drill. Drill? Nail gun. Um, and then the final one that we've got on the top clips of the week is the Halo Infinite multiplayer overview. Obviously, Halo Infinite uh, had a multiplayer teaser, uh, some gameplay stuff last week during E3 on Sunday, um, but they came out a couple of days ago with an actual overview of the multiplayer. And I'm incredibly excited. The Battle Pass system looks great. The multiplayer looks great. It has very like Halo 3 vibes in terms of the multiplayer, so I'm super excited for that. Um, and they've got a really cool looking like ninja skin that's cherry blossom themed. I mean, that fits right in for me. So what can I oh, not like about Halo's that? Halo's just awesome, isn't it? Halo's, Halo's incredible. Just... The campaigns are all phenomenal. I mean, realistically, the campaigns are practically identical. Like, it's just run and gun. Like, the stories are insane, but every mission's just run and gun. Yeah. With the objective at the end being like something that you don't even have to do because it gets done in a cutscene. You just got to get do there and kill everything in your path. Do you know what um, the best thing about Halo was? When you used to be able to put them, think the Easter eggs and stuff, where like the. Um, ah, the skulls. And, and can you remember when like the uh, little ones, little grunts, their heads popped off? Heads and exploded. It was, oh and it was my God. Yeah, that there was. was... There were so oh. many cool skulls. Like yeah, it was so cool. Uh, the I would have been your daddy skull and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there were some really, really cool ones there. That was. Cool. Um, 
There were some really horrible ones as well. Yeah. Like, and you back to like the last spawn and like just stupid stuff that you would never ever put on because disgusting. Hmm. Um. Do you want to discuss the next part? Yeah. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at this, but it looks. I haven't, so I want to watch it. Fucking mental. We can give it I've, a watch. I've if heard can. of it, but yeah, I want to watch <coughs> it. So the next part we're going to be doing is going over the upcoming games, and we've got one to go over, which is the new Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which I am well down to watch this and well down to see what this is like, because I am a massive fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's a brilliant, or Marvel in general, I think it's just awesome. So a game about it could be huge. It looks really, really cool. So I'm super excited to see how they uh how they go about it. The only issue that I have with it is the way the characters look. And you'll understand okay. when you see it. Um, like Star Lord, for example, doesn't look like Star Lord. But I mean okay. for obvious reasons they can't use the actual actor's face. So But okay. on the other hand, Rocket Raccoon's got a really sick goatee, which you'll get to see. Uh, and it's probably the best part of the entire trailer. So, yeah, Wait, let's, let's so we'll watch two it. minutes of this. <laughs> Can we just quickly talk about uh, this? Oh, the... Can we just talk about the fact that Groot's got like a, an alpaca a with like orange hair? <laughs> like, what the hell? That but you, actually... do you see what I mean about uh, all of yeah. the characters looking a little bit off? Yeah, um, I don't really I know something... how I feel about that. That's a weird one, isn't it? That is a weird one, but yeah. I think it looks like it's going to be such a fun game. It looks that like looks it's going to be a really cool fun. game, but uh, yeah, I mean, Drax, I'd say, looks more like he does in the comics than he does in the MCU, because the MCU version's not at all like the comics. Um, but like Groot looks really cool. I think Rocket Raccoon, the goatee, is sick. Cool addition. Yeah. But I mean, like, Gamora doesn't look anything like the Gamora we know. No. Star-Lord. Star-Lord looks like an Instagram influencer. Yeah, literally. Like, from the year 2000. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Whether it's good or not, it's a different story. Another thing that I don't have on the up-and-coming, but is up-and-coming, um, is an addition to the Avengers game. Although it was a massive flop, and I've still not had a chance to play it because apparently oh, it was dog shite. Um, it is getting a Black Panther update, which looks That's really cool. fucking cool. To be fair, I'm um, so glad the Black that Panther was a flop update well. itself looks better than the Avengers games. So it's such a shame that stuff like that flops. Yeah, I mean they have so much potential and so much money to make it good. Yeah, I'd like to give it a blast and give my own own opinion on it because I mean, yeah. there's a lot of games where people have been like, "Oh, that was dog shite," and then I've played it and been like, "Wow, that was one of the best games I've ever played." So yeah, I'll still give it a go at some point, but uh, yeah, at the minute I'm I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> Maybe when the update comes, I might buy it specifically for the update and see how that. You might goes. be able to get but, it cheaper, uh, to be fair, because of that. Yeah, hopefully so. Aaron in the chat agreeing that Drax is more Drax than the MCU. Uh, James Charles MCU when I mean never. <laughs> hopefully that's that's preposterous. Um, but yeah, I think both of those games have potential, but whether yeah. they actually pull through is a, a completely it, hopefully different it's just story. not another flop like uh, yeah. it's, it's one of those things, and it, we just got to wait and see. Really, not good. Um, Let do we want to do the discussion or do we want to do content creator of the week first? And then the I would discussion? do discussion first to put a downer on it and then put Wait. a high note on it at the end. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like a good idea. Um, so this week we do a discussion each week and this week the discussion is obviously to do with what I've just been diagnosed with. Um, it's a weird one. It's a very scary one. It's one that no, none of us expected, really, did we? We were all like, when I said to you Bruh. guys, we were like, what the fuck? You were, yeah, you were perfectly fine one day and the next day, yeah. without sounding really mean here, we, we've already we've already made these jokes. So it's <laughs> fine for me to say now. Yeah. You legit look like Two-Face from the yeah. Batman comics. Like, so basically... One half of his face was smiling and the other half was just completely deadpan. 
So um, basically, what we're on about, um, I want to raise some awareness to it so everyone viewing right now can understand that I've been through it. Like, you're going to see me go through it the next, it could be months, it could be a year. We don't know how long yet. It's completely un like undetermined. So basically, what it is, is I've, I've been diagnosed, like I said, that start with Bell's palsy. Um, I look like an idiot, like so stupid. So to explain what it is, this side of my face, my left side of my face does not move. So when I smile, it doesn't move. If I close my that's eyes, so and this is me, crazy. like I can close my eyes together and that's me really tense and hard. It doesn't tense hard and it doesn't blink either. So the only way that I can close my eye is closing them together or closing it myself. I'm currently on 16 tablets a day because of it, because I've got 10 steroids um, and then two lots of, uh, well, one steroid, which I take 10 times a day and two lots of antibiotics, which I take two times, uh, three times a day. Um, on a plus basically, side, you might get jacked as shit from yeah. steroids. So, I mean... Basically, Basically, what it is, uh, no one actually can fully understand why it happens, but it's all linked to infections. So even stuff like herpes, you can get this. So anything. So I had last week on the podcast, I had a, a really serious tooth infection, and it's now caused my whole left-hand side of my face to completely paralyze. Like, like... I mean, to the fact that when I drink That's my water so bottle, scary, man. Yeah, when I drink from my water bottle, I have to hold my mouth closed so it doesn't piss out the side. It's it's, it's hilarious because when I laugh as well, yeah. it's like ridiculous. Um, like it it was a slow process, so this is how we knew it wasn't a, a stroke because strokes are like within hours. When you get a stroke, your face drops. You can't speak your arms go all funny with me what happened to start with i noticed when i was at work i was taking selfies no i went but I, I can't remember what i done but <laughs> I, I, I i smiled because my tooth was hurting and i smiled and saw myself and i was like something's wrong with that smile and i thought this side was dropping because of the fact that that goes down so i went to my girlfriend and was like yo like look at this what's up and then she she was like no it's this side but it'll all be because my tooth was swollen so we're like okay yeah that's completely understandable as the days progressed the following day my eye started to not close so it was blinking like halfway and my eye was just pissing out water and i was like what the hell is going on i was like this is something dodgy so i went to the dentist and they said i've got really serious infection um, or a big infection. They said that it's it, it going to have affected my whole face. Um, that's what they reckon it was. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So I took antibiotics for a day. And the following day I had off work. And I've had every day off since because of the fact of how it has made me feel. But the following day, I saw Soph in the morning. She went to work and I could smile slightly with the side. By the end of the night, I couldn't move the side at all. So it was just how it is now. And it has not changed anymore now. That's the scary, terrifying. Like, I'm a massive hypochondriac as well. So for me, it was it was horrendous because you mm. think of everything. Still now, uh, when I'm thinking about it, you, I always think, okay, actually, is my hands all right? Is my leg all right? And I do yeah. check every now to double check it's not something Your more serious. Side. But Every single thing I had was textbook Bell's palsy. So it starts off slowly, progresses, and it just goes to what it is now, like drooling and stuff like that. Um, it's it's horrendous. It's horrible. And I'm very fortunate in the way that I can close my eye because it might get to the point where I can't, but I think I caught it in enough time that I can because some people with it have to tape their eyes shut. So it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The scariest thing with Bell's palsy is there's no time scale for how it quick it gets sorted. Um, it could be 
a little sign of improvement in three weeks or it could be a year that's what's scary i could have my face like this for the rest of the year or it could be within three weeks i start to be able to blink again or stuff like that um if anyone ever has something like this i want you to know don't panic when you start to notice it just do the usual checks the fast checks they call it to check that it isn't a stroke so you hold your arms Face, up you check um, every speech time yeah do everything like that to start with but if it isn't if it's all sorted from there just call 111 explain everything and they'll send you to your doctor so i called 111 and they were amazing and i spoke to a lady and said exactly everything and within half an hour or well, it was actually 40 45 minutes from that phone call i went to the doctors and got diagnosed with it so yeah it, it was quick so it's something that you can get over as well i like each case is different like a massive majority of people get over it fully recover completely fully recover some people very minute amount have like a long lasting effect but it's so minute it's it's like it's one of them unlucky cases really so the quicker you get on it as well the better so i was quite slow with mine because i thought it was my tooth so by the time i went to the doctors everything had stopped if you can get it where you can start to move you still move your mouth and you can get them uh, steroids in, you'll show a better si sign of recovery. But yeah, it's it's scary. It was horrible, absolutely horrible, and can it still you, is. It can you feel like if you push on that side of the face, can you feel anything? Yeah, or? so you can. I can nip myself and I feel the pain. The weirdest thing is, so this is me trying to blink. I can't. Nothing. So the weirdest thing is, it's hard to describe. Imagine, do you know when you like sit on your leg or sit on something? Yeah, and you're it like goes... trying to tell your arm to do something, but yeah. it's just not doing it. And like it, it doesn't should. move. Yeah. That is what it's like. But the weird thing is, it's like your brain knows it's not even going to move. So it's not even like I'm trying to think, okay, blink. But oh, I don't even have Done to think nothing. that. It should be natural. Yeah. But yeah, it just doesn't happen. It's so it's it's a weird experience. Like, yeah, the fact that my mouth, I'm trying to think, smile, smile, yeah. but no, it's not. It's just not even. That's so crazy. But yeah, I can't even imagine how like terrifying that is for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, like it, the biggest scary thing is that you start to doubt yourself and you start to think gonna be like is this it, forever yeah, yeah and you think okay is my leg playing up is it something more serious because yeah. because it's so easy to do that and think oh wait shit it's more than this but you've got to trust the process and that's something that i'm really trying to do and that's something yeah. because we always say it we want to promote mental health and that and i'll speak about my open stories this is going to be one of my biggest challenges in my life i think yeah. but keeping my mental health right because it's embarrassing at times because like I was I don't mind it because me and Soph laugh about it all the time. But like we were walking early uh what was it yesterday playing Pokemon Go and she said a joke to me and she was on my left side and I was laughing, I was like <laughs> and it's like nothing. So, it just looks yeah. so serious. So serious. So stuff like that and like like it's it's I'm very lucky because I've not got anything planned where I want to have photos like any weddings or that. So that's the lucky thing, but that's where it can. It's it's mad. They can happen to anyone as well. That's what's mad. Yeah, that's terrifying, man. To yeah. be fair, I assume much like many other people in the chat, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like full stop. So no. it's good to bring it into the limelight so that people understand what it is and don't like fully panic when, like, if something like that happened to them. Obviously, if something like this happens, as we said before. Obviously, do your standard checks for a stroke. Yeah. Um, and then if it's not that, then ring. But also, please don't be scared to message me because I've I've had it now. I know exactly how it's felt and what's happened, so mm. I can say, yeah, that's actually how I felt, or yeah, I could, yeah, you that is something, and go to the doctors or whatever. But don't feel afraid. We say that about everything on the podcast. Ah, yeah. We're we're, we're always one click away. That is it. There you go. 
That has to be a slogan. That is that is hundred percent self 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 proclaimed <laughs> slogan. We love it. So yeah. moving from that onto a slightly yeah slightly less morbid <laughs> section. Yeah. Um, this week's content creator of the week. As I mentioned at the very start of the podcast, this person's already had um, a pretty crazy week so far. I don't know if she's still in the stream or if she's going to do some of this stuff or work or things like that. Um, but this seemed like the most obvious choice for me because one, she's very new to streaming and uh, has done very well so far. Um and has also started up like TikTok and Twitter and she's grinding on literally everything that she physically can. But not only that, um, she also was proposed to uh, this week. So if you don't already know, um, a couple of people in the in the chat are going to immediately know who it is. Um, but the person that we would like to give the content creator of the week to this week is a lovely lady named Addy. Certainly, it is Addy. Very well done for uh, guessing, Kim. Aaron saying it's tailored. It's it's not tailored. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so the content creator this week is Addy. I'm just going to quickly pull up her Twitch link so that I can get it across to you guys. Um that you can go check her out. I'll also pop a um what do you call it? TikTok link in as well. Definitely go check her out. She plays all sorts of different games. Her boyfriend Strange Seed plays plays a lot of games as well. And she does some absolutely incredible artwork. If you haven't seen it already, the artwork that I have is my Twitter header, the like anime version of myself, um, is done by Addy. So I definitely recommend going to check her out if you have any visual needs or any emotes or overlays or anything along that, like go check it out without a doubt. Um, she's absolutely incredible. So I'm just gonna quickly spam her Twitch link in the uh, chat. And if you give me two seconds, I'll quickly pull up her TikTok link as well. Um, and yeah, I think that practically concludes everything that we have yeah, that's um, a decent length as well. That was yeah. a nice short I thought, one. Yeah, I thought this podcast was going to be like 45 minutes long and it would be like yeah. too short. That's what I thought, um, to be fair, but that was good. And with the fact I think that I can barely speak. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly loud music playing on my end. Um, there we go, we found it. Go can we raise, can we raise someone? Addy on TikTok, yeah. Hold the fuck on. We got the lady herself in the chat. Go check out, as I say, Addy's TikTok, Addy's Twitch, uh, as we are crowning her the content creator of the week. So very well done, Addy. You've absolutely smashed it, to be fair. Um, your presence on Twitch has obviously been known long before you even started on Twitch, uh, being in everyone's channel, supporting everybody, and having probably the sexiest boyfriend on the planet. So, uh, I mean, Strange Seed, the offer is still there to marry me instead of Addy. <laughs> um, so, sort your act out and then messages. Um, but yeah, you've already had a pretty insane week. Obviously, it was your birthday as well earlier in the week. So, this is a little birthday present from us to you. Um, so, as I say, chat, go check her out. Much love and we'll catch you next week. Peace. See you. Big, big guest. Big guest.